I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. This is With an S, a music commentary podcast where we talk about all things Afrobeats, ranging from new music to more serious issues within the music industry. Hi, everybody. It's good. It's popping. I know you know who it is. You've missed my voice. I've missed you, too. <laughs> I am back. It has been, what, three weeks. This is M-O-I-X-Y-Z on the beat today. But M-O-I-X-Y-Z with a twist because I now have red hair. So this is M-O-I-X-Y-Z, the red head edition. <laughs> now, let me just give you guys a little bit of gist because, we you know, we, we, we have to chop it up as your favorite homegirl. That could be your, your babe girl. <laughs> But this is what I've been up to. Um, I produced for Maven the university tour. Um, So basically, I just handled conversation with all of the schools that we set up shop in and then handled negotiation with them for like venue, production and all of that. I handled conversation between Maven and then the schools. And I flew to all the states. So I'm going to be participating in all those. How many states have you been to? <laughs> did you do logistics <laughs> as well? Did, did I what? Did you do logistics as well? Because I've seen like a lot of like um what they call those convoys and kidneys with the cars. No, I didn't handle logistics. No they hotel accommodation. They gave me, but I didn't handle the bookings. <laughs> so like, I, you guys, loneliness is a thing. Cause when they booked my hotel room. And I realized it was just me that was going to be in the room. I wasn't trying to share my bed. I wasn't trying to have someone in the bed. But I woke up the following morning. And I'm like, I didn't even use this room, man. <laughs> the shits need to be tumbled from oh rolling God. over, not from sleeping. <laughs> from this red hair has brought out the inside <laughs> of you. I'm not used to it. He's a beast. He's a beast. What can I say? Introduce your oh. co-host now. No, no, no. Oh. About this, she doesn't want to. It was just bad to be about me. It was about me for a second. You guys can even let me have the floor. No vex. Sorry, sorry. Wow. Damn. Don't be annoyed. But it's okay. You're my homies. Who are you? To my right. Hi guys, it's Bola back again <laughs> for another episode. Yeah, just Bola today. No, uh, no, oh yeah, sorry, man. Bye, bye. You passed it to me and I wasn't ready. My name is DG. DG Oshikoya. Wow. I give us full government. I was feeling that way. I you know sometimes it. it's like, yeah, it feels formal. You, you know, guys, I don't like you anymore because when I want to be the owner of like 
having name variations. That's when you people feel like, oh, you want to join the team? Yes, no. When I'm now on the wild side, you don't want yes, to follow no. me to the wild side. <laughs> no, we didn't want. To, we Next want, week will be too late. We wanted you to shine. We want to give yes, you. Yes, we want you to shine. Thanks. Don't worry. In usual fashion, we're gonna chop it up with new music from this week that we enjoyed. I'll launch it in. Are uh, you about to check in? Don't I'm doing out the mic today? Sorry, don't be on me. on my count. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um. I particularly enjoyed 10 Years Malaika and it's the second song that she's releasing that's leading up to her project. She has a project coming? That's coming, yeah. yeah. You heard it from me. I'm so happy. EP your album. Album. Nice. She yeah. has an album coming and I feel like it's going to embody like the change that she has tried to portray. You know, 10 was Afro Adura at some point with Uyomeo. She had an era where it was about, oh, me, my God, and what I'm about to be in future, my destiny, and that type of thing. Mm -hmm. But this year has shown Tenny in her alter-ish version. Even if we don't yet see her as part of that community, but she has embraced, she has hung out with a few of, like, guys from that that community. Has been making for now. I believe so, maybe. I wouldn't know. The weight loss, her new form of styling. Yeah, her fashion and all of that, Her fashion sense, all of that. So I'm looking forward to what the album is going to be like. Yeah. Um, the song Malaika that I dropped Thursday night is Afradura-ish. I particularly enjoyed the song because it's just warm. Yeah. Like ode to who Tenny was before and welcoming possibility of what the future might hold. Yeah, yeah. And that's where I'm at right now, honestly. So I enjoyed the song a lot. I enjoyed a few other songs. Moravi's um projects. Haven't really gone deep into it. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, first listen because my friend Manny shot a bunch of visualizers off of the project. So free shout out to Manny, as I usually do. Run me my check, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> what songs did you guys enjoy this week? Um, So I think the first one for me was Sweet Life by Ajibota and Budge featuring SDC. Come baby, it's you, they fine. She not peace of mind. You can't take your time, see? Jam. Uh, yeah, jam, serious jam. It's one of those things where it's like, I, I wanted to pick this as my song of the week, but it's so generic as far as like my taste. Because if, if I was going to predict what song I would pick just looking at the list, it would probably be that without even listening to anything. Um, I'll get to my track of the week eventually. But I really enjoy this track. Like it's usual. Like we know what to expect from Ajay Botan, but just like regular um vibes produced by Spax as well. So like almost that Pam Whiny um type instrumental. Um, and everyone delivered. I felt like Budge, in my opinion, over delivered, even though like it's something that we're used to. It's just he's he he's incapable of making bad music. So every time he comes on a track, I just really appreciate what he does. Ghost also had like a very airtight flow that I enjoyed on the project. Tech was a lovely compliment, you know, as he tends to do. Also, this has to be the first time ever that the sweet life of Zach and Cody has ever been referenced on a track. I wouldn't even have to fact check it. I know for a fact, like nobody has ever referenced the sweet life of Zach and Cody on an Afrobeats track before, you know. Um, so yeah, that was really dope. Uh, other songs as well that I really enjoyed. I enjoyed Malaika by Tenny. Initially, I wasn't, I was like, whatever. But I remember listening to it this morning with Bola. Yeah, and Zlenja Zlenja. I enjoyed it like from like an hour ago. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and I was like, actually- I'm jealous. <laughs> I was like, it's actually a good record. Um, also, I think the last two records that I enjoyed, I enjoyed No Joke by Vic Tony. This is not a joke. I elevated two flaws off from where I used to be. No matter the pressure, when I'm taking off a pen, it's only time I be on. 
I think it's just really nice that you can pin down what sound he's going to have next. And I really appreciate that about his music. And my track of the week is Akbala Disco by Terry Akbala. No, it's by DJ Tunes and Terry Akbala. Man, that song is good. Bro, I was, it was very different, bro. Very, very different. Like that's, I think that's what I appreciated about it the most. Like it was a break from the monotony of like the rest of the tracks they were listening to, and it was also nice to hear him because it's been a minute now. Like yeah. Terak Bala has been. I don't think he's had any real mainstream big records for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's Champagne Shower's debut. Yeah, yeah. That, that was funny enough. Since then, I don't know if he has really had any like big hits or whatever. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's an amazing record. I really enjoyed what they did on this. And I love when producers have, I should look for the producer of that beat actually, but I love when producers have elements of beats that could like very well be a feature. Cause I remember yeah. listening to it in the shower this morning. And when I say that, I mean like maybe Tempo's flutes on, um, yeah. what's that jam called? Victoria again, I forget. Um, Soweto. Soweto. So that type of thing, or like the flutes on a piano, that yeah. type of thing. For this one, it was the talking drums. So I was in the shower just listening to it this morning and they came in slow at the beginning, like not particularly prominent, but the parts where they right, kick in proper was. and I just started screaming, talk to me, talk to <laughs> me. Yeah, because wow. I'm like, whoa. And I was just happy that I was talking drums instead of log drums. You know that my agenda against mm. log drums are still fully in effect. Band log drums 2024 is coming up. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> they were so prominent and crazy and it was just such a nice break from the week. So shout out to Terry Akbala. Um, I wasn't really thinking about him prior to this record, but this really just, I guess, reaffirmed for me that he has a place um, in modern day Afrobeats. Like people should definitely use him, man. Like he's he's really dope and he will bring something different to your track. Fair enough. Funny thing is every single song you um, spoke about, I think those were my picks as well. Um, I really enjoyed Victoni's No Joke. As you said, it's just about you not being able to pin him down. Um, he just goes on any flow and he literally murders any flow. Legit. Like. Yeah, we're definitely not pinning him down. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Do you need another week? <laughs> Do you need some more time just to like just, get yourself good. together? I'm good. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> Back to you, Bola. <laughs> Moya has lost her mind fully. Like fully. Now this diamond. Bro, this diamond that teeth will be. Man. But yeah, go on. You're saying that it's hard to pin him down. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Guys, guys, please. <laughs> well, it's hard to, to like predict what he's going to do it's musically that- next. Musically <laughs> next. Yes, now since you don't. <laughs> guys are crazy. All right, to be honest, he's very. I feel like Victor is in his bag right now. Um, he's very versatile with what he's doing, um, different sounds, um, different flows as well. So I actually really appreciate that. And honestly, like, it's another hit for me. Like, he's just trying different melodies, different flows as well. Like, he's not putting himself in, like, a box. So I think it's something that I can definitely appreciate and a lot of people are currently appreciating right now. Um, as DJ said, um, Sweet Life as well by Ajebota and Bodge with um, SDC. Like the two tracks have made me excited for the EP because I mean I've liked part one and part two, making no cause fights. Things coming out in about two weeks. So 
honestly, I can't wait. Like, I legit can't wait because... Have the two records been produced by Spax as well? Let me check. So actually. I'm actually not Go on, sure. sorry. Let's go but on. I'll find out for you. brought two out of um, five songs out. So we still have another three songs. And I'm just like, wow, I'm, I'm eating good. Like, oh my <laughs> goodness. Um, actually, um, I wanted to shout someone out. Uh, Minz also brought out a yes. record called Blessings. That was, that was very good. Like, I actually really enjoyed it. And I feel like he's very talented as well. And he can go for it. I just need to, like, keep bringing out music when I get, like, the right collabs as well. So that was another record I enjoyed. I mounted touch on the Moravi EP because, um, yeah, I think it was very generic, honestly. Like, I think it was just a babe that can sing. Mm-hmm. Like, that was what I got from it. It's like, okay, you can sing, but it doesn't really set you apart. Yeah. Like, I've heard this a lot of times. Like, I've heard this with so many um, new artists, with so many upcoming art- acts as well. So... The only difference and the only reason why people would like listen is because like obviously um david do i know mm-hmm. but apart from that i feel like if it was just normal like i try and judge by that if she just came by herself is this something like people would listen to and i mean i don't think so but again that's just me other people might like disagree and yeah also malaika shout out to that song as well very good song yeah. but, I felt like there were actually quite a few good songs from this week. Joe Boy 2 dropped. He Only did. God he can did. Save me. Yeah. Um, I know he has a project coming out as well. A lot of people are actually dropping for the end of the year, which yeah. I, I love to see. December so, records have to choke. <laughs> they have to. Everybody is. That's why I'm looking at him. I'm like, bros, don't <laughs> give me one, at least one more before you go ghost for the new year. Bro. But yeah, honestly, um, good songs all around this week. I feel like it was a very solid week for um singles in general yeah like particularly before, singles before projects but yeah, yeah. um also good. sorry just while you're speaking about projects um, i also wanted to shout out Tariq. um he dropped a new yeah. project as well um and he's his his sound is interesting man like I've, if if i didn't know better um i would say he would be like an omali kind of yeah progeny type thing like coming after omali because he's very he has that very like what's the word for lack of a better word, like sad type Afrobeats thing going, even though like I know he's versatile enough to do more. But yeah, he dropped a project as well that was interesting. Um, I like the song In My Feelings on this, which is pretty good. And then apart from him, also Manny Wells. Mm-hmm. Manny Wells dropped a project with Pink Sweats, which I absolutely love. I think that might be my project of the week because it was just a two-pack, so it wasn't like, yeah. extremely extensive, but it was just such really good chemistry. And it was nice to hear Pink Sweats, who's like typically in like very typical soul R&B type artist on Afrobeat. So yeah, shout out to Manuel's great project. Moving on, let's chop up some of the news that we found particularly interesting. A lot of things happened this week that I think are worthy of note, worthy of discussion. Can I jump in? Yes. So something that I want to talk about, something very near and dear to my heart, something that I have been slandered over in the past Mm. and now myself... And Stanley Didier are here to get it back in blood. What am I talking about? Where is he? Where is he? You say he's here. Oh, he's not here now, but he's... You (laughs) just got guys excited for no reason. We are here to get it back in blood, guys. And who am I talking about? Omale. So essentially, this week, Omale dropped a... He dropped a video, a snippet from a Paris show, I believe. Yeah. um, Where he's performing an unreleased song produced by... What he has is Lekka Got Wings, I believe. He's um, Donna One Signee. And Nigger. 
that performance it was mad was crazy can't lie it was crazy it was one of those things where you know i guess it happens every now and again but like you know an artist drops a snippet and it gets everybody's attention yeah which is really crazy because and the reason i was talking about getting back in blood is because the the narrative on O'Malley for the longest was that he couldn't perform. Mm-hmm. You know, we had the tiny desk where they like made a lots of jokes about his voice, but people slandered me over that stuff. Because I was really I was trying my best to defend and I was getting jumped. <laughs> Left right. I was, get, bro, I was getting jumped because I didn't think it was that bad. I mean, some songs weren't particularly great, but in my opinion, it was like it didn't deserve all this, you know, fewer. Um, but that video was insane. Just an unreleased record that we haven't got yet that I'm super, super super excited about he hasn't said anything about when it's supposed to be coming but i think the reason i wanted to get to it is like it's so dope that an artist takes criticism and uses it to improve their stagecraft because i think for him before it was just like they said he was boring he didn't really have a lot of energy the vocals weren't great and this time around he's giving you guys full like no shits you know showing off the muscles showing off the abs gave you small choreography yeah, had well, dancers yeah. and the vocals were top notch my yeah. goodness like it's stuck in my head till now and I just think it's really dope that an, like I said like an artist hears you know whatever people have to say about their craft and they really put in the time to make sure they're better because some people will have you believe like oh he's the venue or is this or is that it's like nah Don't like kill me why are you dropping why are you throwing shade not really shade I think <laughs> we've heard that in the past I know even just from the recent one like I can name several examples of when people like you know mention that it's skinny and obviously like the venue does mess up sometimes but it was just nice to see O'Malley sort of changing the narrative on his performing. Nah, I can't lie. Like, it shocked me. When I saw that video, first, when I heard the song, I was like, what song is this? Bruh. And as it kept going, I was like, yeah, this is a potential banger, honestly. And it was actually, you could see that he had practiced. He did, like, yeah. He had actually put time into it, which I feel is very dope because his past performances, they just seemed off the bat. Yeah. But these ones, like, they actually seem like, okay, he knows what he's doing. He's actually gotten dancers. Like he has guys that are like giving him a bit of choreography as well. Give them that fella dance that I was doing as well. <laughs> but um, honestly, I I enjoyed it. And if that is how he's going to improve on his craft, then Omo, I'm here for it. I also can't wait for that song to drop because it's been playing in my head for the past like week. Same. So I need it. It's actually <laughs> very much. I think this Stanley. just goes to show that some some of our favorite artists are great singers but they might not be great performers yeah and these two truths can coexist yeah Mm -hmm. you can enjoy them as one person Mm -hmm. enjoy them over the music that they release um some of their on-stage performances but when you get to a situation where they have to live perform over like where we have to feel like the original texture of their voice and all that if they don't make the cut it's fine yeah it doesn't make their music so par it makes that performance that's really subpar and that doesn't define like the whole of the artist the the artist and and their career yeah i love all my lane i do too and i think also it's just it shows that people can improve Mm -hmm. because with afrobeats definitely it feels like a lot of people just getting like these very meteoric rises very quickly as Mm -hmm. well and i guess people always speak about no then there being no real artist development anymore So, so sometimes people just need time yeah. They just need time. So maybe we should be a bit more patient, guys. Be a bit more patient with the Stanley Omar Didias of the world. Mm-hmm. And they can deliver for you eventually, like they did. 
Shout out to all you hating us. Sorry, go on, go on, well. <laughs> <laughs> I took it very personally. I'm never going to That is fine. And speaking of which, and giving artists like chances to evolve, um, there was something interesting that I came across this week that I really wanted to talk about with you guys. And that is Santi. So there was a video um, circulating on the timeline. I forget the name of the blog or whatever it was that released it. Not particularly relevant. Yeah, it does, yeah. Yeah, but they posted a video um for and we had a snippet of a new santi song that we haven't got yet on our release record and it felt very nostalgic right so it kind of gave like that mandy and the jungle vibe Susie's funeral the stuff that we really like grew to love not grew to love that stuff that kind of set the foundation for our love of santi um and a lot of people i think the caption was um the old santi is back or the mandy and the jungle santi is back and it got a lot of likes and a lot of engagements and stuff so he eventually made his way back to santi who tweeted in response Never left. I just won't ever try and recreate what I've already made. I'm not that type of artist until I feel I can progress the sound. The bounce is firmly still Subaru, just with Mandy and or Susie type melodies. That's progressiveness. Just let it happen naturally. And what I got from this or what I really wanted to come to um, discuss here today was where are we on artists evolving versus potentially alienating their fan base? And the reason I say that is because Prior to, I would say, more recent times, I would consider myself kind of like Santi's core fan base, right? Because so, mm-hmm. I started with like OZB, followed him into the Susie's Funeral and all the different mixtapes that came up. So I felt like I was one of those guys. But more recently, it felt like there was even like a niche inside that niche. Like, yeah. what do you say? Yeah. Evian. I know that. <laughs> I know that Evian did. So it felt like within the Santi core, there was not like another inner caucus yeah. that I didn't feel like I was really a part of because the music didn't resonate with me as strongly as it used to. Um, and funny thing is that I missed that campaign for artists being able to take experiments or whatever. But sometimes it's like, how do you find that balance between allowing an artist or like not allowing, sorry, but seeing an artist, you know, doing whatever it is that they feel like they want to do versus alienating their fan base, you know? Um, Cause with Santi, I love his music. I've always loved his music, but as a fan, sometimes you feel like you should have a say to like, oh, many like, this is what we like from you, you know? And if you're not going to do that anymore, then what's my place? Yeah. What's, what's my role in this whole thing? Yeah. Am, I, <laughs> yeah. am I still a part of this organization? You get <laughs> But yeah, like, what you guys, what you guys thoughts on that? Honestly, um, I think it's a, there's a very thin line and that's, it's not about if you can get, get it like perfectly because not everybody is going to enjoy you shall i say growing creatively as well because that's what you um, look at it as growing creatively because it's almost like oh yeah we want the old like we always say we want the old whiskey for example we yeah. want the old whiskey because that's the sound we liked but a lot of people like the new whiskey a lot of people like the old and the new whiskey as well so i think there's always going to be three sides like no matter what you growing creatively and you just um, even changing your flow because it doesn't even have to be about growing, just trying different things. So an example I want to give is someone like Victoni, his fan base is used to him trying different things. So for them, that creative mind is what Victoni's fans like. That's what we enjoy about Victoni. So he's already on that where it's very natural for him. I think sometimes when people try different vibes and different just different um, styles, it might not fit them a lot. So when fans complain, like, 
when it when it isn't really the right fit or you're just like yeah this is working bro like what are you doing why are you trying to like move to this it's a thin line because again i feel like every artist should be able to express themselves creatively as much as they want to but you also should take in um criticism or what your fans would like as well because honestly they are even though you can say you're creating for yourself you're creating for your fans as well yeah at first people you should be concerned about like brothers that guys are taking my music these are guys that basically put money in my pocket as well yeah so i should take in what they're saying i feel like your fans aren't feeling it and that is what you're feeling like at that time i might have a problem yeah unless you can get another fan base because so that's my that's my thing as well. You can definitely jump in when you want to, but like um, it's I I can't really see, so I can't see the vision. Is essentially what it is for me. So if there's somewhere else that you're tapping into, where are they? Yeah. You know, because a lot of us feel this way, and it's not to like shit on Nemo, like not say that he shouldn't Kenny, but it's like I feel like in that way the market kind of shrinks. I don't know, maybe it like does. there are other markets, maybe in like Europe and Japan or things like. Because I know he's very like anime influence so i'm sure there's a play ultimately at the end of the day but it just makes me wonder like if like where are these people like where are yeah. these people that this sound is specifically for yeah sorry go on boy. you sound a little selfish <laughs> talk to me mm-hmm. talk to me you sound, i think you sound a little selfish but i get it um when when especially with artists or talents that have a cause audience you're carried along play by play new releases the storyline in between so when the when the talent decides I want to try something new, you're sort of stuck in a limbo. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think if you other artists say like an Olamide, we follow through to an extent. While while people didn't particularly accept it, I think it's just the sound grew on them. I can't say for sure if the change in the vibe was caused there was a new audience. Do you follow? So we just followed along. In Santi's case. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know. Was there a new release? I'm not sure. No, no. So it's it's from Subaru. Subaru mm-hmm. is like the new evolution of his sound. And let me know if it sounds like a complete hit. There are lots of songs on Subaru that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. So maybe... <laughs> they're jams. They're jams. I think it's also just kind of being a prisoner of the moment in a way. Like I'll, I'll willingly admit to that. Um, and kind of makes you feel like just not really knowing what to expect, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that's part of it as Embrace well. Embrace the suspense. Fair, fair. He probably just wants to rejig you people's interests. And things, I cannot doubt his ability to make good music because he's proven that to this point, but it's a grievance. Mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't pretend like it's not a grievance mm-hmm. that I have, you know, and ultimately, whatever he chooses, it's not like I have any control over it anyway. And eventually, I probably will enjoy it because there have been jams that even, like that Pokoli jam that he drops, I didn't like it at first, but mm. I've grown I've grown to appreciate it over time. Even though I find Pokoli's appearance on it hilarious. Um, but yeah, I, I get you when you're saying that I'm being soft. I definitely am. I'll willingly admit to that. Right, because like, I've been reacting. Like, how am I going to say? It wasn't a dig. I was just saying. It is selfish. Because I feel like, oh, you've, you've enjoyed having him this particular way, clean way, enjoying the music. Yeah. So like when it now looks like, oh, he's, he wants to try new things for himself that he thinks can be better for all of you. You feel like, oh, you'd rather have him like how it has been. Yeah. Change change is somehow for for the best of us. Yeah. Do you get, so I can understand that. Yeah. It might just take some time. I mean, it took me a while to embrace, also, I, I didn't embrace Odunsi's every, everything you've heard is true on, on the first listen. You know, um, that took me maybe 
two or three listens and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. this, this is genius. But first listen, I was like, mm, I don't know how I feel about this. And I will also admit to this, and this is something that I'll probably give people a lot of inf- insights into why I feel the way I do about certain records. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of Playboy Carsey. Mm-hmm. So like anything that's kind of soaking in his influence, I instantly just roll my eyes at. But Odunsi definitely like smoked, smoked it on that project. I mean, what's the worst thing that could happen? The song will be trash. <laughs> and then you will move on. Ah, but I don't want my favorite artist to do yeah, bad. Yeah, but then it, it might not be bad, but like in the worst case scenario, it will be trash. I would want my... my and there's so much trash. My, so fair, what's, fair. An artist can drop trash. I don't think they will drop trash. They don't mm-hmm. drop trash. But I would like for it to be a commercial success. I feel you. That's what it is. I like I want you. it to be a commercial success. And if we feel this way, and a lot of people feel this feel way. Mm-hmm. It might not be a commercial success. So I think that's also where the gripe goes. And I know music isn't all about money, but we think about these things. I'm sure they think about it too. So fingers crossed for, for what the outcome might look they like. They do. Somebody, Gen- Genio, who is one of his um Monster Boy producers, came out and was like, damn, do niggas think we do this shit for a hobby? Because people were like, you guys are obviously not doing this thing to make, which is so mean. That's so mean. How can you say I don't do it to make money? But yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely is something they think about. Um, But yeah. That being said, our favorite star boy, Remy boy, snagged a huge endorsement this week following his performance at the Ballon d'Or. Bola, investigative journalist, (laughs) shed some light to that. Yes, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, (laughs) everybody. Um, We are here again just to talk about um, Remy boy, a.k.a. Rema, a.k.a. Batman. (laughs) We actually overgushed about him last week like after the um ep it was an incredible piece of work an mm-hmm. incredible body of work and i mean his um week just got better because um signing deal performing at ballon d'or as well that was that was big and his performance was really good like he had crowd engaged and it was a very difficult crowd to perform in front of to be honest because it was like an official ceremony everybody was trying to be like oh prim and proper posh and all but people were actually like singing back like going with the flow and he only performed calm down but like it was it was actually a good performance like he's another person that let me say another person i feel like from the first time i, I saw rema on stage i was like yeah like rema just has that it's factor and for me that's the difference between him and and last week we actually spoke about it now being a top a big four not a big three because we're like he's for him it's just almost like it's there hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget check out quince they've got all the good stuff shirts and polos activewear and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
he can't fail. Mm-hmm. This was how I felt about Wizkid as well. When Wizkid first came, was he, this nigga can't fail. Like, whatever he does mm-hmm. is just going to. Rema has that. And I've not seen it since Wiz, personally. I don't think anyone has had that it's factor since Wiz. Like, that's Riz. Let me use Riz. Since Aww. Wiz. Ah, buzz. Word, word, word. But we love it. Signing uh, you up for the next NC Cypher? No. <laughs> I know my lane. I know where I'll shine. That is definitely not where I'll shine. Heard. But honestly, performance, um, very good performance. Mm-hmm. And like, bro, he's, he keeps going up. And as I said, I don't think there's anything that can, like, he just has it. Mm-hmm. Like, performance, um, the talent, um, the courage courage creativity to grow creativity to like want he wants to actively do different things like Mm -hmm. you can see him trying so many different things as well he's not just in one lane Mm -hmm. and everything is just clicking for him as well so honestly divine nice one man you are doing well we absolutely love to see it i think bagging that endorsement is huge yeah at this point in his career he's not too far too many years into it and he has like created this streak yeah. of back-to-back hits no misses um all of the features that he has landed himself the acclaim that he had like this person has gone from chilling with justin sky to linking different elements of the international industry and then bagging jordan bagging jordan yeah. is yeah it's a great like, like some it's one of the biggest brands from, in the world from cosigns or endorsements with what aquafina like no shades is huge the bag that comes with this you know what she signed do you get but like as a first for him like he went straight international it's literally one of the biggest brands in the world do you get like he didn't start Full like stop. he didn't start grassroots he didn't start like who was home base national i mean come on even burner had to go that route of yeah. um what what state was it that I had to book book him that flight? You get so I think it's huge for for Rema. Did you have two cents to shed? Man, I'm just happy for the guy, man. I saw a video of him shaking Michael Jordan's hand, and I'm just like, man, this boy in since 20, well, 2019 is when Rema kind of burst on the mm-hmm. scene, Abby. And to have a collaboration that big, I don't even know that has he had any other collaborations. And that's it for him to just jump straight in, like yeah. bro. He, he didn't even enter any swimming pool. Brother just jumped into the sea. Like, Bruh, okay, cool. Let's straight to Jordan. Bruh. Ridiculous. Stuff we've never seen before. And what Roma, I don't think Roma is up to 25. I said, yeah, 23. He's actually 23. Yeah. And he spoke about the irony in like, um, even though it's not very ironic, but like the symmetry of being 23 and then being signed by 23 yeah. Jordan. Mm. That's just very dope. Um, and yeah, just I'm I'm happy for the dude, honestly. And it's going to be interesting to see what else comes. But yeah, shout out to shout out to Rema, man, setting serious standards in the industry. That being said, I'd like us to launch into this part of the conversation that's special to me. All the guys have had their both the guys have had their own opportunities to shine on the beats of the conversation that they know a lot about. So let's just dive into this part so that you can feel me in my intelligence glory. <laughs> Did you please can you read us the affirmation statement? Sure, sure. Translation? I'll Thank read you. an excerpt because this is very long. All right. But we'll just get into it. So it says, unfortunately, the Afronation Nigeria Festival in Lagos will now not be taking place. As event organizers, we hold ourselves to extremely high standards, and it has become clear to us that it is currently not possible to deliver a show that is of the quality that Nigeria deserves in December 2023. 
We know that you're disappointed as we are. And to all those who have purchased tickets, we love you and thank you for supporting us on this journey. And then they go into how they'll refund tickets and whatnot. So, yeah. Since they didn't explicitly say the reason why they, they, they canceled, um, what informed their decision to cancel, let's, you know, go around the table, wrong answers only. Why do you think affirmation was canceled? Nobody bought tickets. <laughs> But they explicitly said they're going to refund. Uh, 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 will you not say you will refund the ticket? <laughs> if you don't and say refund ticket, uh, uh, nobody bought tickets. It's true, to show the urgency. Mm. You say wrong, you say wrong answers only, uh, to be uh, fair. Nobody bought tickets. Do you know anybody that bought tickets? Okay, I don't Didn't you buy? No. Uh, uh, with which money? <laughs> <laughs> Did you, why do you think? The country smells. <laughs> you could. <Ooh. laughs> That's the best I could come up with. <laughs> the country smells, man. It would have tarnished the brand. <laughs> As for me, I think someone who acts to headline. <laughs> you, know, that is, you know why that is so funny? Because he keeps choking his head inside everything. I could definitely see him coming through and giving his speech. You know what, what, what entertainment stardom felt like after he did that wrong week? You see how it was pointing? Bro, bro. Saying, point you know me, you know me. So he wanted a replay. Also headies. The headies from last year as well. Yes. He was there too. <laughs> yes. That's so definitely I, he why. He definitely wanted to see <laughs> yeah, I can't to lie. Headline. I think his bats that wanted to headline. <laughs> and he wanted to pull another Emilio Con on us. <laughs> Um, a brooms affair. Fairs. Now you guys actually come. I tried to sweep the whole event. <laughs> you guys are clowns. I, would have, I wish Sharon was here, man. I wish that I would have loved to hear what her, her wrong answer would have been. Oh, but, but what do we actually geez. think? Like, let's just make it clear that we're joking. The we're country, joking. The country does smell, but I don't think that's the reason why. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's the reason Bro why. Said I, I wasn't be- joking about that part, <laughs> but... <laughs> There's some truth to it. Yes, no, the smelling country. Yeah. Anyways, what do we actually think? What do you guys actually think happened? Um, honestly, I think it was just logistics. Like, yeah. come on. Mm. TBS, like... Come on, guys. From when they announced it, everybody knew it was literally going ambitious. to be like, horrific. Like, see, Lagos is not exactly well planned. Lagos Island is now dif- a different ball game entirely. Like, there's one way to get in and one way to get out at different ends. So mm-hmm. every single person going was going to using those two sides to get in and to get out. It was going to be absolutely chaotic. They like honestly, thank God they cancelled it because those days I was already planning on how I'm going to stay in my house, bro. Mm. I would not leave my because the way it's set up, it would have been very easy for um traffic to get to main places in Lagos as well from um Ten Mainland Bridge to even entering mainland, to entering mm-hmm. Ireland as well, because the amount of people that are going to, it's a festival, the amount of people that are going to have to go. And then people have to have been coming down to walk and stuff like that. I was at Afro Nation Ghana. So I didn't actually go for um, the concert, but I was there when um, it was happening. And the traffic, mm. bro, the traffic was insane. And I felt like they actually even picked a good venue in Ghana. This was, this was them picking a poor venue in um, Lagos. So honestly, Thank God they cancelled it. Because I think logistics-wise, they just clutched that. Yeah, there are lots of things they 
needed to do that they won't have been able to do and then um, you have to also factor in our boys those brothers were about to feast <laughs> oh my days like i'm sure when they saw the announcements they're like oh shit <laughs> Because they were about to have a good Christmas. You know what? Of Afro Nation's head. A joke I heard was that the two people who are saddest about Afro Nation being cancelled are our own boys and hotel hotel owners. Because yes. they're going to hike their prices like Bro, crazy. Like they usually short lets as well. Like literally, the prices have already spiked. Like before they announced the prices, because a few friends were asking as well for bread. Prices are crazy. Yeah. But yeah, an, in- an interesting surplus that I'd like to get into. Um, kind of definitely logistics, but even just adding to that. Um, so I think one jobless boy posted about it, and he said it was always obvious Lagos wasn't suitable to host a festival of that magnitude at this moment. And then Ossi Suave, who was um, I guess he used to work at the Beats. I don't know where he's at now, but like he's just yeah, he's still at the Beats. He's a music commentator, radio host, that kind of thing. He says, LMA, what are you saying? No be Lagos, they do Star Mega Jam. No be Lagos, they do This Day Festival. No be Lagos, go Giddy Culture Festival. No be Lagos, they do Lucky Sun Splash. What's Afro Nation? And then someone said, did you say Star Mega Jam, LMA? And he goes, do you have an idea of how, how many people used to attend those concerts? Or are you just trolling? And then someone posted a picture, the same dude he was responding to. And he said, it was also, and he's, he's speaking to Star Mega Jam. He says, it was also canceled because of, wait for it, logistics. And then in the post that he does, it says the Star Mega Jam was a series of music concerts in Nigeria held annually from 2000 to 2010. Each year it was held in Lagos and Abuja. The music festival was canceled in 2011 with the organizers organizers citing logistical challenges and it has not been held since. But you know, it's funny to me because isn't the experience at TBS as well? Mm -hmm. So why is the experience able to put on successful shows year in, year out? And then we think that AfroNation would not be able to handle the logistics so one thing i was looking at and one thing i told people as well because a lot of people actually said this i'd like for me the first thing is for the experience you have nigerians going like it's 90 95 99 and when i say nigerians that live in nigeria as well Mm -hmm. people are not like flying in maybe few people but a handful of people are flying for afro nation the core audience are people flying in and then okay you have nigerians in nigeria that want to come as well but the core audience they're trying to get are people flying in these are people that are not used to lagos they don't know anything about lagos are we carrying them to tbs for them to easily be like bro if i'm like if i'm one of our boys where i'm plan the reads i'm planning <laughs> because i know the naive people that are going to come that don't know anything. They yeah. don't know what's happening. They don't know where they are, that type of thing. So it's easy to plan so many. Like for me, it was safety. Yeah. That was when, when I saw TBS, that was the first thing. I was like, bro, safety because it's already not safe when you know what you're doing. Yeah. But when you now don't know what you're doing or where you are, that's when, come on, like it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So for me, that was the main thing that's the main difference because we have to look at the audience that we're trying to like bring in if yeah. you're trying to bring a lot of ijgbs let me put it like that they don't even have to be white they might still be nigerians as well that just maybe don't live in nigeria or haven't been back in a while and we're now coming to like okay yeah take them to tbs i just felt like the experience was not going to be as pleasant as it should be yeah I'd like to I like to believe that when when you say oh doesn't the experience happen there how's it different from number one I'd, I'd say the projected number of attendees okay can they cater to it also guys who are coming to a Christian program 
I would like to believe that the mode of entrance is a lot more saner and decent compared to the urgency. The the mode of admittance into the show, to go into the experience, you park, working, ready to receive the word. Same because you are covered by the blood of Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) But you are going to Afro Nation, you are charged up. Scan my tickets. I beg. I paid. I know how much I paid. So you are. Yeah. The urgency have, is you different. A, you have a bunch of. I don't drunk. know if that. I don't know if that's the case because the experience to be people getting phones moved, all sorts. Oh, like, yes. like niggas are raising that their hands, and when you bring it down, your phone is gone. That's it's inevitable. That's the point because you're it's not making it worse. It's inevitable. Well. At the experience, do they fly in? Them pastors. Yeah. They come in with their cars. They park. It's. I think it's a lot more sinner in that environment. Fair. I mean, it's they've also been man. doing it for longer. They've been There's doing it for a long time. You they still have the have... crowd coming. Yeah. I don't know what what the fee is. Maybe this person's free, man. It's free. So guys are coming in. There's no. We, we've not heard of any casualty so far. Yeah. From it. But we never hear any crazy is, stuff. Right. So the urgency is different. At come on, they know the quality of talents that are coming. Yeah. These guys are going to be dressed, blinged up to uh-uh. the, to their teeth. Yeah. A. Well, if so you just cut, you know when this is a joke. You know when, what's his name had that 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 story. Uzi, little Uzi, the diamond Uzi, in his head. When he, yeah, when he had the diamond in his head. Imagine if it was coming for a foundation in Nigeria. <laughs> for a brick Who cares head. if he's still breathing? If they have to remove his eyes to take it out. <laughs> so that's why I say the urgency is different. That's yeah. when, when that's um in terms of security. Yeah. Also, you can't nobody. clear out those boys. That's their base. Yeah. I mean, yeah, at the end of the day, this is speculative, but I'm sure it's something along those lines. And I wish we could. I'm sure it will come out eventually. There's no gist in this news. I'd also like to think the economy plays a part in it. For sure. For sure. Like the the ticket thing as well. Like it it might seem like a joke, but like you said, nobody in this room, for example, was particularly fussed. And I've seen the narrative on Twitter where it's like, oh, if my company isn't organizing, Mm -hmm. or if they're not inviting me to take photographs Mm -hmm. or to cover the events, I'm not going. So. It could very well be a thing. Very well. Very target audience. Like the average Lagosian, it's a lot of money. Yeah. But when you say who the target audience is as well, like Brown say those acts were particularly extremely inspiring as well. Like the lineup. What do you mean the target audience? Why are they doing something in Lagos if Lagosians aren't the primary market? I mean, it's like Ghana now. It's certain like things Ghana. you know it's people it's that are going to fly more than and anybody in else. Portugal as well. It's not How many people are going to fly into Nigeria? You'd be and surprised. That's, that's the no, point. No, no, no. No. Okay, let's do a little math. If I'm terrible you want to do okay. a show in Lagos mm-hmm. and you're targeting people that will fly into Lagos mm-hmm. and you want your crowd to be, let's play small, like 5,000, mm-hmm. I expect 4,000 hours without 5,000 people to flying. I mean, at the end of the day, you're picking, you're picking a period where without Afro Nation, people already fly to Lagos. Yes, but we can't say that more than half that's, that's how it was. That's how I was in Ghana. That's how I was in Portugal as well. Like that's the basic premise of Afro Nation. Come to this country. Then that would be wrong calculation because at the time where the economy looks like this, exactly nobody bought tickets. But <laughs> do I mean still so, a joke? Or a <laughs> if, 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 if you think about the prices even being listed in dollars, mm-hmm. for example, that kind of sets you off to who they're trying to appeal to. Mm-hmm. You know because. No Nigerian shows put their prices in dollars. Yeah. None. I can't think of a single Look, one. I'm just going to even just say, if you're going to set up a show in Lagos, have people who live and breathe in Lagos work on your team. Yeah. But uh, there's no I, 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 I'm, there's no way. 
that they didn't have because I saw that narrative as well where people were like ah you have to have people on ground bro they, I don't think they were direct the people, decision makers because that means they actually I don't they think did they were direct job. decision I makers I think they were just ambitious man I think that's what it is and the thing is the reason I say that is because this isn't the first Afro Nation show to be cancelled now yeah there was one I think in 2021 I can't remember where it was supposed to happen that was like the big fallout where everybody's like we'll never patronize Afro Nation again and they were in Portugal the next year they were in I can't remember which other place it was but that one I think was COVID or something like that like it was it was different this one is yeah we, we can see, we can't hack this. Like, everything we've planned. There's no, there's no, there's, this. uh, by general, everyone's just going to be burnt out. Like, yeah. so there's some money that you can splurge and be like, ah, oh, man, fuck it, we ball. Yeah. This money is going to come back. But when we won't see, like, the quality of, of events, imagine you go to a concert that you paid 300 and something K for. What can on. even be commensurate? The experience. Yeah. Like, how what can you quantify after they say oh merch this is this is that, that, that. I mean this guy wants to wear Afro Nation branded stuff for <laughs> they must sweat on me. I just I, like, I just have to it must rain. I just don't know who it was for at the end of the day, right? And that's the part for me that like I guess I'm not the center of the universe or whatever, but I feel like yeah, I'm not it's not like You're not? Mm-hmm. I'm not <laughs> it's, so shocking. it's very unfortunate wow. when I find out, you know, I wake up <laughs> and really feel like I am. Um but you know it just it didn't feel like a lot of people were enthusiastic mm-hmm. about it, you know. Mm-hmm. And worse still, it feels like a lot of people were happy to see it fail. That's yep. the part of it as well. Like on Twitter, people were really like, "Yeah, I knew it. It was never. You had told me it was never going to work. Like it was bound to happen." Yeah. Anyways, but you guys oh well. plot twist if this was just like market survey. How can? Hmm. How can? That's an expensive market survey. Extremely. Imagine if this was just market survey. No, no. If, like, if you announce names, mm-hmm. there's no way in hell. Like, you've definitely reached Fair. out to those names because mm-hmm. your brand Fair is enough. at stake. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, Fair enough. Imagine, yeah. imagine a finish announcing and then someone will come and say, please, oh, we were not <laughs> invited to. <laughs> right. Bro, there's I mean, lots of press, ah, press releases. Yeah. Yeah, bro, and it's so sad because, like, I look at, and people keep talking about how East, East Africa is kicking our ass, but I look at, like, us like failing out in an Afro nation and then East Africa, Rwanda is announcing a Kendrick Lamar show that's supposed to be happening next mm-hmm. month. And it's just so sad because we, I mean, we saw Ghana being able to handle the global citizen thing. SZA mm-hmm. was there. Now um, they're doing it in Rwanda and I'm sure there's going to be more than Kendrick as well. But mm-hmm. per usual, Nigeria just keeps getting jumped over. It's good that the whole world knows. Let them see what's, what's happening inside air. <laughs> Let them know. And like, I'm just going to mention something someone said. I don't know if they were being serious. Like they actually said, and she said this, I like that they got cooked. I'm very sorry if we're real life friends, but <laughs> this person went and said. <laughs> Yo, we just about to call out our friend. Throw our friend on the bus. This person said something about, oh boy, is Lagos the only place Afro Nation can happen? That can't they do it in Uyo or Abuja? Okay. <laughs> I'm crying. Come on. Like, I was in Uyo like two, three weeks ago, Sha. Lovely place. Come can't. on. Shout, shout out to Uyo. We're not shitting on Uyo. Maybe they have big parks and that's cute. But. Moyo, don't kill me. Please now. You know something? You know something? Um, And this is outside of festivals, but um, mm-hmm. something I've always heard like people just suggesting. When you think about like the acoustics of. Um, auditoriums mm-hmm. and you know churches those large me- mega churches that we have those places would be awesome for concerts man they will be mm-hmm. I, re- I really wish we had 
infrastructure to that level for regular concerts in yeah. Nigeria because yeah. man like a lot of the I think outside of maybe I forget what the thing is called is it the live there's one warehouse that Nodari Ataladi owns I forget the name of it but it was where the Thames concerts are held mm-hmm. that's the only real concert experience that I've had in real years that made me I mean recent years that made me feel like um it was worth my while, worth mm-hmm. the amounts that I paid. Mm-hmm. If it's Echo, I'm tired of. I don't think I can ever yeah. go for another Echo Convention show. Center, Balmoral. I, I can't overflowed. do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. And they just don't fit. They don't. Fit. They were. Let's just say what it was. They weren't tailor made to, to host concerts, mm-hmm. you know. And so yeah, I'm. At the end of the day, I just I really wish that was something that people could emphasize. But then they'll say, "Where is the space? Where is the?" Um, the money or the finance to do it or whatever. But yeah, shout out Afro Nation. Hopefully at some point Nigeria can get to a place where we can do proper, proper festivals and have like a good time, mm-hmm. you know, and not just have to always travel to get like the big acts and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And if not, I pray that God give me money to be able to travel to yeah, man. Brown, and experience things outside. <laughs> it's crazy because we've been operating on like the same standard for a, a lot of years yeah like you go to a concert you see same amount of screens lights formation yeah. sitting arrangements people just switch up like every now and then this past week i there's my guy mr yemi shout out to you from my check we should stop paying you know, all these <laughs> shout outs i feel like i mentioned people's names it but does, but it's dope it's dope it's good Influenza. <laughs> so, um, I was just having this conversation with him because, like, I'm I'm working on you know this period too. I'm gathering momentum, set up for December. my own thing. I do any battle. So, oh, nice. We're speaking on. Um, I sent him set design. Say, um, which one is possible to like? Which one can we? Let's say we're doing indoors, and the last minute we have to change. Also, what's his company. role? He just said, Mister Emmy. Who's Mister Emmy handles production for me. So he like builds things. Yeah, he contracts to okay. Fair. If it's for set design, he'll contract fair. someone else. But like for sound light screens, he yeah. that's who I engage. He has like all the equipment and stuff. He doesn't borrow okay. or rent. He has the, the equipment, a big warehouse like this where he stores all of them. So I was speaking to him, say, can we have this form of lights, this texture of lights, blah 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 blah. And then I saw like Adele used this hologram screen. Type thing. So I asked him about say, if it was possible because like I feel like I may be touching a decent amount of money. So yeah, I'm looking no. to splurge on production. And then he's like, oh, we don't have this in Nigeria. I'm like, what do you mean we don't have this in Nigeria? Yeah. Why? Oh, yeah, but I can understand because all these type of things are not in, in demand. Yeah, yeah. But people use stage, so we have stage. <laughs> you spend your whole budget on that and you will recoup. Bruh. But I mean, is what it is. We have learned. Um, I'll just quote what Kulupsi said about like if they if they're looking to do this again, like they should hit you up. Yeah, call <laughs> Kulupsi, then call me since she said it first. I mean, so that I don't know. Let's let's do something that can touch grass. That's not too far fetched. Yeah, for the audience. Even if like it's Afro Nation, you have the big name, but you can't think you can start small with us, right? Can we? <laughs> I think what I would look, what, what mm-hmm. like final thing. I wonder if this is the end of Afro Nation Nigeria. Like I wonder if that like whole thing is just going to never reappear. I hope not. I hope not. We'll see. A big, a big, a big. Anyways, at this juncture, Bola. 
one minute, one second, passing speech for this conversation. Are you good? I'm good. All right. At this juncture, <laughs> I'm so happy to do this. <laughs> At this juncture, we drop our golden pens, mm. golden phones, um, but not the gold in my teeth, no silver in my teeth. <laughs> Clap on me, Danny. <laughs> I want to see your grams. I hope you guys have a great week. Um, I said this, this before that it's about to be the end of the year, and now we're finally in the end of the year, guys. Let's just take two seconds to talk about how Mariah Carey is every year owning the end of the year. Yes, now, normal, normal. Beats like they give yeah. them normal. Make no After hal- after Halloween like this, she's launched straight. Into they do store inside highs, before, yeah, so, and then she screamed, and then it's broken and it's shaking. It come just before we retire this episode, drop our golden pens, golden phones, in and golden everything into our golden basket. Let us know wrong answers only why you think Afronation was cancelled, and we will be reading the funniest ones in our next episode. For us to see it, use the hashtag with an S pod. Please leave a review and five stars only when you rate us on whatever streaming platform that you're using to listen. And don't forget to share with your friends. I'm going to sign out at this juncture. Take care of yourselves. Goodbye and kisses. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast. And this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.